Today on the Shrewd Dudes Podcast, the three major sports leagues are now sick with COVID. We're going to talk about the implications of, you know, vaccine mandates on that whole thing. Uh, also, we're going to talk about Joe Manchin. Apparently, he's grown a pair, and we are all very impressed. What are we talking about? You'll have to stick around to find out. Uh, also, uh, there's a new study uh, from the Oxford, uh, a new Oxford study that uh, has some very serious implications about the uh, the risks of the vaccines. You're going to want to hear uh, what we have to say about that. And finally, Canada has created a new buzzword called infodemic. Is it true or is it just a whole bunch of more uh, made up language? We're going to talk about that and many more stories today on the Shrewd Dudes podcast. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I still think that's going to be, that was my best uh, intro yet. It was, so. okay. It's It was definitely better than the, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the, <laughs> It's like Ben Shapiro time. No, 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 no Ben Shapiro time. It is hilarious. Okay. Like, and I suggest this to everybody. Listen to Ben Shapiro at like half speed. It is the greatest thing you'll hear all day. Cause it just sounds like he is drunk. He's like the Biden economy. It's so funny. That that would be that would be worth. Oh, it's listen. it's worth like you don't do it for long. It's basically just thirty seconds, but it's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, my day is instantly better. <laughs> yeah, you see, I I have heard stories about how how fast he talks, and when you actually look for it, you're like, oh yeah, he does talk pretty fast. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a quickie. Oh, like if I sped us up, like two times, it's fast, but it's still you can still interpret and listen. If you, speed, fast. <laughs> if you speed Ben Shapiro up to two times, it's just like, I cannot get a single word in. No. Nope. He would sound he would sound like the uh the the squirrel from uh Hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. You ever saw the movie that like, like super fast squirrel? <laughs> yeah. That's he basically would. what it sounds like. <laughs> ben Shapiro's face superimposed over a squirrel. But we do have to uh just briefly address how was your weekend? Ah, week was pretty good. I had to uh, uh, actually delay my plans. So I was going to go to Col- uh, to Kelowna for Christmas, but it looks like I'm going to go for New Year's. So I'm going to be going next oh. week. Yeah. So you're going to come into my parents for Christmas? Yes, I am. Going to have a big old party. Big old party with you and Shattykins and oh, yeah. you other people. And I'll I'll actually probably put out the put out the thing in like the Fairview dudes. Nice. I'll be like, hey, like nobody should be alone on Christmas. Open oh, invite. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many people show up. My friend actually posted on Facebook. Yep. And he's like, if you see a house that has 20 cars parked in front of it, you drive right <laughs> along. <laughs> I saw another one. Somebody said, like, if you if you see, like, you know, your neighbor, like, a whole bunch of cars in front of their house, uh, you know, like, you know, maybe, like, go and, uh, you know, brush your teeth. You know what? You know what mm-hmm. else you brush your teeth? You know, not being a, not, not being a douchebag, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> if, you, like, if you make us fuss, you'll be missing a few of them. Yeah, I mean, not, nothing says like you know, like Grinch, yeah. like more than like like spitting on someone else. Like, oh, you, know, you have family. I'm alone. Therefore, yeah. I'm going to report you to the popo. 
Yes, Scrooge. <laughs> yep, Scrooge McDuck. But moving on, because we actually have to address stuff today, because there's a lot of things to get into. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Let's though. first Let's jump into yeah. our first kind of semi story, and that is the NA. All of the sports leagues. So this is a no. tweet from Clay Travis. <laughs> yes, they're all sick. NFL's 95% vaccinated. The NBA is 97% vaccinated. The NHL is nearly 100% vaccinated. Do you know how many players are unvaccinated in the NHL, Danny? Um, is there like one? One. Which one? He plays for the Detroit Red Wings. I think his name is Dylan, Dylan Larkin. Mm-hmm. He's like one of their better, better players. Mm. At least I think that's his name. I don't... Well... I'll tell you what, he would probably be the only NHL player that I'd be like considering getting his jersey. (laughs) Oh, like I think I think his jersey did spike, like as far as oh yeah, as far as sales. So Um, there's a there's a couple of NBA players that I was really impressed by. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not to mention Aaron Rodgers. I didn't really think much of Aaron Rodgers until I found out that he, you know, like he went like the full like you know early treatment. So see. Aaron Rodgers, like, I, I'm i glad that he's unvaccinated. That's a good thing. I mm-hmm. don't like how he played a semantic game. Yeah, he did. Because it's like, I'm I'm immune. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. So many people, like my, my foreman, word. my yeah. foreman was like, he was lying to people. I'm like, well, no, he didn't lie. He just wasn't clear. And if he had been clear from the start, I'd be like, I'm totally behind Aaron Rodgers. That's totally fine. And, yeah. like, liberal rage, don't give a crap. But because yeah. he played the semantic game, and I'm like, dude, just be upfront about it. Who cares? Uh, You'll no, have no, supporters. But I, no, but I, I get it, though, because you know how much mm-hmm. pushback and flack people get when they, they come out and say it. I think he was hoping that he could just say that. And that he could fly under the radar? That he could fly under the radar, and he just got busted, and I'm like... I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. Like, you know, you see so many celebrities in yeah. Hollywood, everywhere else. They say they, they don't even have to say they're unvaccinated. They just have to say, like, oh, I just want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And then they get absolutely roasted. I'm like, I don't I get it. This is the the kind of this is the, the bully um society that we created where people are now afraid of even saying that they're unvaccinated because of the mm-hmm. afraid of the pushback and I mean you and I are different the because fear. We're, we're bold, like, you know, like, in your face, but like, yeah, proud of it. What you got to do about it? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's kind of funny, crazy. like, people that you think are, like, they're like, it's all a conspiracy. It's like, so, like, yeah, you'll you'll probably need to, to be fully vaccinated. You'll need to get, like, three shots by, like, March or April. And they're like, yeah. oh, I have to get another shot. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you're not. You're not catching here. It's like no, 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 because they're they're stuck in the loop. They're, I know, I know. They, they like it's view. it takes a lot to overcome yeah. the cognitive dissonance of compliance means they're just going to do more. Well, the problem is that people have a framework yes. that they built. Um, they built around. So what what it, what the framework says is that if you if you tear down any part of that framework, the whole thing is suddenly in question, and that's tough for a lot of people. They built a house of cards. You take out one of those cards, they're going to get real upset because the whole house is going to come down. Because if they were wrong on masks or on vaccines or on lockdowns, suddenly they have to legitimately face the question, what else was I wrong on? Yeah. And 
perfect example here with the NFL. So like the whole the whole idea here is that we we we've constantly been told and like everyone's been saying all over the media if if only more people if only all of us would comply if only everyone would get, we'll the, get vaccine, the vaccine then the whole thing would be over and we'd be free and yet here all the three three major sports leagues are all proving that that is not correct because not only are they getting it but they're also spreading it to their teammates yep and the only people in those locker rooms are vaccinated the fully vaccinated exactly yeah. so like you know like look at some of the first stories here well like they're all just highlighting exactly what this article is saying it's like the nfl is re-examining covid19 protocols after a second wave of positive cases the nfl is actually removing uh doing asymptomatic testing mm -hmm. uh the nba so they're continuing with their season but it's going to be a concern and then the nhl so this is just from the flames saying that just a week ago they added 17 team members, including Daryl Sutter, to COVID-19 protocol. But Seven now... Seven freaking teen! Yeah. And now teen. the NHL has basically said they're going to put a pause until the, on the season until Christmas. And I think the only game that's happening today in the entire league is like... Yeah, Tampa Bay, yeah. right here. Tampa Bay and there. Vegas. Postpone, 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 postpone. Every single one. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's like it screams failure, mm -hmm. failure. Yep. That's what I tell people. Like you know when it when they question uh, the whole idea of uh, like you know why why would you be against vaccines? I'm like because they don't prevent they anything. Don't do they don't do And vaccine mandates are pointless. Yep. Because if you look at I'll give you just three basic examples: Gibraltar, Israel. And the UK, high vaccination rates, they are not doing better and they yeah, are not... They're drowning in COVID, COVID right now. They're drowning in COVID. It's the complete opposite that you would expect. So, like, this is, this is the same case everywhere, whether it's in NBA, all of these leagues, the, the whole message failed. Whether it's, like, in universities. You know, you get universities that all have, like, almost like everyone's vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They still have outbreaks. And you have cruise ships that have nothing but vaccinated everyone. It's like the most completely isolated thing you can think of, and they get outbreaks of the vac of the mm -hmm. of the of COVID. It's like the the whole framework you've created doesn't work. Yeah. And this is why I like to point these things out to people because, like, hello, come on, hello. start using common sense. Seriously, wakey wakey, you know, time to time to you know spell. Yeah, time to smell some reality. Mm, time to smell it. some reality. <laughs> Although, if you do smell burnt toast, you're probably having a stroke. <laughs> so, you if you're kind of focusing on that side of reality, <laughs> that's an important thing to remember. Very nice, very nice. Here's your red pill. Enjoy. It's like, well, yeah. I don't want this. Like, yeah, swallow it. Swallow it. <laughs> we're not Welcome. for compulsion. <laughs> Unless People will take pill. their yeah, red pill when they're good and ready, but otherwise it's just like <laughs> pointing to them. Idiot. Idiot. Why, oh, why Idiot. didn't I take the blue pill? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about the blue pill and the red pill and the Matrix and the Metaverse later. Oh, okay. But for now, <laughs> for now. we're going to talk about a something that... People were like, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. That'll never happen. It's totally happening, and this is what it is. Microchips ah! for your Vax Pass. Ah, guess what? Lottery Who called it? Winners. We called did. It. 
Hold it. It's not a conspiracy anymore. Because people are right freaking dumb. Yep. So, Swedish startup unveils rice-sized microchip implant that stores your COVID vaccine passport under your skin and is red with technology used to take contactless payments. So they showed up, they showed off the microchip. It can store the person's COVID status or coronavirus vaccine status. And a device with near field communication can access the information. Felt like and somebody needs some coffee. Mm -hmm. I probably do. Well, I, I had a cup of coffee at work, but no, I no, just no. wake up super early. So... Implants are very implants are very versatile technology that can be used for many different things. But right now, it is very convenient to have COVID passport always accessible on your implants. Mm -hmm. So this is a picture of what it will look like, mm. and blah blah blah. They say that the virus is responsible for shuttering business, but we all know that's not true. That's not true. The virus has done nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it was lie. you by complying <laughs> that shut down it your was... business. You know, you know what's really sad about this? All the movies that where you see some form of of powerful, like you know, tracking, it's always portrayed as a negative because that way the government can track you super easily. Like yep. if you look at the what was the movie Minority Report, mm -hmm. they they could scan your eye, and like you know, like that's how they could like they could find you and track you. Or V for Vendetta, they did the same thing. They scanned your eyeball or something like that. And there's yep. so many movies where they have like tracking chips. Mm -hmm. That are implanted in people, and they have to go through like these great lengths to remove them. Like they take yeah. a knife and they have to like pull them out. Take them out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, this like, is, like there, there are certain people, like for those who are violent criminals, and like not not for COVID vaccines, but like for, simply for tracking purposes. Mm -hmm. Like if you ha if you have an ankle monitor and you're a violent criminal. Like ankle monitors, yeah. Like there's tamper alerts, but it's not super difficult to get around it. Mm -hmm. It's just like a microchip. That's hard. I'd be like, yeah, you, you to, have I would to, be like, I would be okay with tracking with tracking violent criminals who are out on probation, mm -hmm. or even like the violent criminals which we've released due to the COVID nineteen pandemic to make room for pastors, mm -hmm. like. Threats to society. That's who the government should legitimately be tracking. Not that I'm a huge fan of government tracking. No, no, no. But but here's the thing. Like, you know, they've, they've even, like, people have pointed this out. That even, like, violent criminals and pedophiles and, like, child molesters and all that, even they have privacy rights. Yep. More privacy rights, amazingly, than a lot of, like, unvaccinated the Canadians. unvaccinated. It's crazy. Well, like, than you know, any like, Canadian, because it's not just the unvaccinated who are having their privacy rights interfered with and taken away. Every person who has to show a vaccine passport has had their privacy rights taken away. But the problem is the majority of Canadians who are complacent and cowardly don't care. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, like, we, as I said, we called this ages ago. Mm -hmm. And it's inching further and further and probably we're going to have to have a discussion on this and like probably in the new year mm -hmm. when is like the covid vax potent like is the covid vax going to become eventually the mark well right now it isn't it no right now it's certainly not similarities but it not. has striking similarities 
and but it still has a lot of things to do before yeah, it gets there. I think like I think it has like it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just like, okay, like eventually as we get gradually people accepted to do this, then it's like, well, okay, like you get your COVID vax and you can do all these things, but you have to deny yada yada yada. Like you have to, yeah. Yeah, you have to remember that there's there's a, a gradual process. Like mm-hmm. right now, they're they're trying to discourage people from cash. That's on purpose because they want to move to a digital. They currency. want a digital currency. Why? Because if you can if you have a digital currency, you can't have like like people like right now in the world. If you're shut out from banks and you're shut out from all sorts of digital like you know ways of paying, you can still get paid uh, with cash. Yeah, you can still pay for things with cash. Mm-hmm. You take that away. Suddenly, people have no way of buying food. They have yeah. no way of, uh, and, and it's far more controllable. And this that that's all progression, right? But we're already yeah. seeing the seeds of that already being planted. Oh yeah, in the populace. Right? Well, like in in Austria, they I uh, know in Australia, in Australia they were already doing that, where they were like taking oh, away that one lady. Yeah, the one. Yeah, lady they were that. they were like restricting access to bank accounts. Yeah, she like, couldn't access her bank account. Yeah, and like you and I have probably both seen the the meme. Where it's like, oh, your vaccine passport has expired. You cannot access your driver's license. You can't access your car. You can't access your bank account or your phone well, until you yeah. get your vaccine. Book your shot now. Oh yeah, that's. I've heard that that's theorized. That's why they want, want to move away from gas cars to electric cars because electric cars have a lot more of those auto shutoffs, auto shutoffs, things like that. I, I don't know if you if if you've ever seen. Um, I don't watch the whole thing. I just saw this one episode of Black Mirror. Where they featured an episode, a futuristic episode, where you see what a uh, social credit system would look like in real life. Uh, the the girl from uh, Jurassic World, the redhead, uh, she was the, oh, the yeah. main actress and all that. But it showed Grace like electric, yeah, it showed electric, yeah, electric cars, and that basically you can only access them and turn them on if you have the the proper social credit score. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that makes sense because like gas cars right now. You just need an ignition, a key, an ignition. You're good. Yeah. For electric cars, they're far more advanced, and yeah, you can they they'll shut off and they won't let you use them if you're too too much of a social outcast for the system. Yeah. So this is all working in that in that direction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's it's becoming more and more terrifying. <laughs> Our society is it's, just like we would never accept that. You did. We would never you know accept that. You did. You know, you know the theme song for this whole thing, Stephen. It's, it's the... beginning to look a lot like fascism. Oh, I was gonna go it's everywhere the... we go. I was gonna <laughs> sing an entirely different song. I'll bet you were. Which it's one? the end of the world as we uh, know it. See, see, that's just the that's just the <laughs> obvious one. Every, that's where everyone goes. <laughs> but you're right; they both they both apply very much. So they do. But yeah. This this all this is all uh, moving in a very uh, sinister direction and like um, there, there's a there's a great uh, video interview that I remember seeing I'll, I'll pass it on to Stephen he maybe can put it in the show notes but uh, the the lady basically says in no uncertain terms that uh, the vaccines are just a they're they're not about what they're everyone says they are it's not about COVID it's about something else which is about actually in, installing. A, a completely new system, a completely new world, and uh, it's all about like you know making sure that everyone is identified so they can put you into a new social credit ID system. Mm-hmm. So 
that makes sense of why they're so adamantly and so blindly pushing for these things because you know so i'll just i'll send you to you steven maybe you can like uh, link it to the in the description yeah for people to watch yeah mm-hmm. totally yeah. but before we do Next that story. we have to make an admission we were wrong what never oh, okay well maybe what this time this one time this one, one time. time single time one time we were wrong Back in the day, <laughs> in January, around the time of the Senate by-elections, mm-hmm. we said something. We said that because the Senate was going to be 50-50 Democrat and Republican, and the only people who were holding back the Democrats were Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, that eventually they both would cave and they would turn to the Democrats and the Democrats would have complete and total control over society, mm-hmm. and they would pack the court and do whatever they want and pass these crazy plans like this build yep. back better bill yeah we didn't have a lot of confidence in joe we did manchin. not have a lot of confidence in joe manchin or Kristen cinema we were wrong mm-hmm. we admit that joe manchin dashes biden's build back better dreams healers why he held it we're not going to read too much into why he held it but congressional democrats are furious oh, at senator so- joe manchin's announcement on fox news sunday that he'll oppose Bi- president biden's joe President Joe Biden's signature social spending plan, Build Back Better, effectively dooming the bill. They're particularly incensed at the West Virginia's Democrats' argument that the nearly $2 trillion proposal is too costly and would exacerbate inflation, which is already growing at the fastest rate in 39 years. Wait, what? He's using logic? That is uncalled for. Yeah. How dare he? So, Press Secretary Jen Psaki issued a blistering statement denouncing Manchin's announcement amid ongoing negotiations on what he would accept in the legislation. Yet she, Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez of, of New York, and other outraged congressional progressives shouldn't be shocked or even mildly surprised by Manchin's declaration. <laughs> now, like, I understand why he did it. He's yep. a Democrat in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably doesn't have a huge support for the Build Back Better bill anyway. Mm-mm. But West Virginia is not a Democrat stronghold. That's a very conservative I think it's. I think it's like one of the reddest states in the country. I think it was one of the largest gaps between like Trump and Biden in the entire nation. Yeah. It was like 70-30. It's like, oh, and you're going to vote for the... You're going to support the Democrats? It's pretty much like career, no. it's, it's career suicide. Oh, it, it, it would be. It would be. But, but but here's the thing. I will say this about Joe Manchin. He is a man of principle. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't know if he would be like, if he would actually uh, back up his, his words. But I will say this. I'm like, wow, I'm actually impressed with because he he he's. He's not a he's not an ideologue. He doesn't just change his mind all the time like a lot of Democrats do. Like he's a man of principle. He basically yep. said, like, no, like you know, I'm, like you know, yes, he he's a little more of a social conservative uh, or like a conservative Democrat. Yeah. But but yeah, he he said like he doesn't vote ideologically. He votes based based on what he based thinks. on what he thinks is best for the people of West Virginia. And like whenever he whenever he was quoted, he's like, I could not sell this bill to the people of West Virginia, no matter how I looked at it, no matter how I considered it. It would not benefit them in any way aside from adding to already hyperinflated prices. Yeah. Because you don't add $2 trillion to the debt without inflation. Mm-hmm. Because $2 trillion is not just chump change. Yeah. 
I think a lot of people have also said that this is essentially the nail in, in the coffin of, um, uh, I mean, you know, he's already pretty much in the coffin, but oh, Joe Biden's the nail presidency. In the coffin yeah. of Joe, uh, yeah, his presidency. People are already speculating that that uh, they've they've kind of like uh, they're like done with Joe Joe Biden. Now they're mm-hmm. kind of like start posturing for a replacement. Because yeah. let's face it, like Joe Joe Biden has has had the most horrible first year of of his presidency. It's been of brutal. A president. It's been brutal. He had like the Afghanistan disaster, which was a massive disaster. COVID has been worse, not better. Like, oh, yeah. know, he, like he launched the vaccines, but the vaccines have actually become a big problem. He he acted more like a tyrant this year. So people hate him. And that's why the whole let's go Brandon uh, movement, you know, like started taking <laughs> off. That was a, that was a, that's actually a, a pleasant. Uh, I uh, surprise, Did you watch right? the Michael Knowles show today? No, what do you say? What is it? He was covering. There was apparently like a news reporter who was talking in New York City, uh-huh. and people just walking by as the news reporter's talking. They're like, "F Joe Biden," <laughs> just like walking by <laughs> on the street, <laughs> and like ten people did it. It wasn't that. just one dude. It was just constant. Just he could not get a word in edgewise, <laughs> and they weren't like staying and chanting. It was just one person after the other because there was just like, "Yep, they all hate him." Yep. Yeah, despite what people say, like he has yep. some of the most dismal like uh, approval numbers ever. Oh yeah, like, I mean that's why we talked about it like last Isn't, week. Where... I think he's worse than like Nixon after Watergate. Yeah, it was bad. Like that's is... bad. Yeah, I, I don't think there's. I mean, okay, here, here's a, here's a legitimate question. Can you think of a legit like legitimately of a thing that Joe Biden has done right so far this year? Like where like you're like yeah, well that was well done. That was well done. Right? I was thinking about this today. I was like, can I think of a thing where I'm like, yeah, he did the right thing or he did that right or that was correct and all that. And I was like, I I, I don't know. I can't actually think of one. Maybe there is one. Yeah. I can't think of it. But every every single thing he's done, I'm like, no, that's wrong. Nope, that's correct. No, that's the wrong way to go. Like, it's been mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Even some of his diplomatic, um, you know, like, you know, trips have been a disaster as well. Like you know, with that uh, that prince, oh, one of the the royals, getting yeah. all mad that he farted all over, like you know, in front of them. I was like, oh my goodness, Joe Biden. Like, oh, and his trip to the Pope, where he basically had an hour bathroom break. It's just like, mm-hmm. what happened there, Joe? And, it, and then he falls asleep at the uh, the climate summit. Oh my goodness! <laughs> just like this, this is what happens like, you when you have dementia and you become the most powerful person in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it's it's difficult to feel sorry for him. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to like kick down or something like that. But like he he actually decided that he wanted this. Yeah. And now he's overwhelmed in this position that's like clearly out of his like clearly um, out of his depth. Yeah. So I just I don't know. Yeah. Like people people like a lot of people said like you know oh we're gonna miss Trump because we love uh, making fun of them. I'm like well we're kind of in the same boat with Joe Biden. He's kind of a joke. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is now, like Joe Biden return, like ran as a return to normal. It's like okay, no, that's not a return to normal. But now Trump is just like, okay, we're gonna make America great again because it's gonna go back to normal the way it was under me. Yeah. Even though I'm like winning, I'm like mm, DeSantis. I don't know. I still like Trump. I thought Trump was Trump. Like, you know, like there's we could talk about this like. His Definitely. stance about Fauci was stupid. I don't like, when it came to... Like, people were asking him, they're like, why didn't you fire Fauci? And he's like, because the leftists would have, like, erupted. And it's like, 
What did you think that they were doing? They yeah, called you Hitler. Yeah, the, the thing is, like, you know, I, I think maybe that's just what he said, the reason. But I think that the actual reason was more likely that Fauci was a lot more protected than I think we, we realized. Remember how Fauci has... Well, like, even, even to make the claim, even to try and fire him, mm-hmm. would have, like, he would have been a hero in everyone's center and right. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he didn't fire Fauci and the fact that he pardoned rappers and corrupt politicians from Detroit instead of pardoning, pardoning Snowden and pardoning whatever the WikiLeaks guy name is. I forget his name. Oh, um, Assange? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you pardon those people? Like, I yeah. like Trump. I supported him. I had a big flag in my window, which got painted with a swastika. But <laughs> the guy had problems. And one of the biggest problems is that his ego stopped him mm-hmm. from addressing his real issues. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, and I, I don't, I like, I, I don't doubt that he is a complicated, uh, mm. you know, like you know, individual. Um, I, I still believe that he did more, more good than harm. Oh yeah, of course. While he was in office, no I, doubt. I legitimately felt that he was like the right guy for the job. Yeah, he was the right guy for the time. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, we need someone who's just not a typical politician who's just going to shake things up. Yep. And then it's just like, okay, I want to replace that guy mm-hmm. because he has faults with someone who knows how to play the game and who knows how to be like, all right, we're going to stand up to the media, but we're also not going to be a complete ass about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what would be an interesting, interesting um, suggestion? Yep. DeSantis with Trump as vice president. Oh, Trump would never do it. You don't think so? No. Okay. Like I that think that if DeSantis, if DeSantis became the candidate, mm-hmm. like my suggestion would be like DeSantis Cruz. Yeah. Because Cruz, Cruz is just like, yep, I know the law. I'm a very good constitutional lawyer. Let's do this. Yeah. And and I mean, Cruz was one of the few people. I, I legitimately have an, an immense amount of respect for him mm-hmm. in in the U.S. government. Yep. He stands up for the little guy. He knows how to get things done. Uh, he's just limited by, by his position. Yep. Going. Anyways, we could talk about this for ages, but Go we on, should probably one. talk about this Something shocker. Of an, oh, yes. Things we could talk about for ages. Let's do this new study from Oxford. Mm. One in a hundred vaccinated individuals were admitted to hospital or died with arrhythmia during study period. That's just brutal when I found this out. And of course, you can read this study, and we're going to link it in the description. But we're going to go over this description of it because they cover exactly what's in the study. So last week, Nature Medicine released a study based on a broad population data set and analyzed by researchers at Oxford University. They examined the risk of myocarditis, pericarditis, and cardiac arrhythmias associated with COVID-19 vaccination and infection. They reveal that 1 in 100, or 1% of all vaccinated individuals, were admitted to hospital or died with arrhythmia or regular heartbeat. That's crazy. That's massive. That so this is, is a quote massive. from the study. Of the 38,615,000 vaccinated individuals included in our study, 385,000 508, 1% approximately, were admitted to hospital with or died from cardiac arrhythmia at any time in the study period, either before or after vaccination. Mm -hmm. 
Now, it's interesting that they, like, I wish that they had specified, like, okay, we need to clarify how many were before. Yeah, look, the, the study will probably go into those details. Uh, like, so they say into, like, um, 86,000 of those occurred in the 1 to 28 days after any dose of the vaccine. Uh, of those admitted, who were admitted or died, uh, thirty nine thousand eight hundred ninety seven had a SARS CoV two positive test, with twenty nine thousand having a positive test before vaccination. Uh, there were seven thousand seven hundred ninety five deaths with cardiac arrhythmia recorded as a cause of death, and one thousand one hundred eight had a SARS CoV two positive test. So, no. according to this, this is one in a hundred of the vaccinated individuals going to the hospital with a regular heartbeat is in international headlines. This is shocking. Yeah. yeah now, you know this reminds, you know this reminds me of Stephen. Yeah, is that study that came out um, uh, like last last uh, this past year, where it said that um, uh, children or boys aged twelve to fifteen have six times higher chance or, or six times more likely. Yeah. To to get. Uh, myocarditis or pericarditis than they are to go to the hospital. That was a damning study. And even like, uh, what was it like, you know, like uh, Joe Rogan actually like asked um, uh, Sanjay Gupta, that totally sellout uh, doctor from CNN. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he tried to downplay it. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you're an idiot. You, you basically try to mischaracterize how serious that is. This sounds like just as bad. This is just as damning. Like, you know, one in... One in a hundred people uh, from this, mm -hmm. like, and this is not a small sample. I mean, speaking of like small sample sizes, remember how they uh, we talked about it in another study? Like, they 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 have like a small, super small sample size, fifty-two people. This is like thirty-eight billion. It's like, yeah, I think that's a fairly fairly large sample to uh, draw from. But the the big thing is that they're uh, they are intentionally downplaying how serious. The, the the chances of people getting a serious adverse reaction from these vaccines is intentionally because they like like we said the, the entire goal the end the end goal is vaccines vaccinate everybody and there are endless problems to why that's a problem but here's the big thing um uh what was it the like I remember we talked a little bit about the vaccine trials I think yep. with Pfizer. Yeah, and they and we said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, but more than that, they 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 changed the the conditions about how do they how do they measure the success. I think there was like all cause fatality, and then there was another mm -hmm. one that's like specific to one one cause. Yeah, and I think all of the vaccine trials from Pfizer to Moderna, and I think same for the others, they basically they basically looks looked at a single cause. Uh, you know, like a. Uh, criteria so in other words that the whole thing they were measuring is did the person get covid19 yes or no and so obviously they, they got low low amounts so they're like ah oh, success we didn't get covid19 but what they didn't measure was how many other conditions that the people get and so they basically downplayed the actual possibility of mm -hmm. serious adverse reacts and that's what we talked about yeah. Uh, I think that last week is that actually once you look at the actual records, you realize, like, yeah, they didn't get COVID nineteen. They got something worse. Yeah, and a lot of people got a lot of something worse. And so, this is the problem. So when people say like you're anti-vax, that's just a completely uh, mm -hmm. that, that's just a like I it's don't want to think. Statement. 
It's an arbitrary statement. What we are is referring to vaccine safety. Mm -hmm. We're about making sure that these things are safe because the government and these vaccine companies are not doing their due diligence. They're not yeah. properly doing their testing. And so we want to know if these things are safe because like the, the stakes are high. Yep. Oh, no, I was I was saying this to my to my foreman the other day because he's like, well, there are certain sites that you can't go to. And I'm like, OK. And he's like, like, when are you like, are you ever going to take it? And I'm like, well, I'm going to consider it once this once the trials are done. And he's like, what do you mean the trials are like, what do you mean the trials are done? And I'm like, <laughs> stage three trials are not going to be done until 2023. That's when they're analyzing the long term effects. Mm -hmm. and he's like, this is as safe as the other ones. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's, not. it's not. It's nope. not. We're already getting uh, the we're already getting tons of um, data on that. Yep. So it's, it's just like, how much no. Yeah. And there is like. This should be now like I wish that they were more clear in their information. Mm -hmm. Like I wish that they were like, okay, like one percent. How many of that was before and how many of that was after? Mm -hmm. They're not specific. Or at least they probably are specific in the study, but you'd have to read through the entire study to get it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I understand that. But this is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, of 38 million people that we surveyed, 385,000 were hospitalized due to heart issues. And they analyzed so many of that. And, like, everybody that what they analyzed in the in the testing period was vaccinated. It's like, okay. Like, I'd want to do more research and be like, okay, I want to see what period of time. And I will. I'll analyze this further. Because this should be something that everyone knows. Yeah. This should not be something that's like, oh, it shouldn't be flagged as misinformation. It shouldn't be flagged as anything. It should be flagged as this is a serious problem with this new drug. Mm -hmm. And this alone should shut it down. Oh, this should have shut it down. They like should have shut so it down for permanently so for many, ago. many things. But this so alone should get it retracted from every country on the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Be like, you cannot have a vaccine for a virus, even according to last, like, serological data from last December, 0.25% fatality rate, mm -hmm. when there is a 1% chance that you'll be hospitalized for heart issues. And that's just for heart issues. And just, just so, like, remember a couple of uh, weeks ago, Stephen, we, we went through the, uh, we went through the, uh, the pamphlet that Alberta yeah. government have created. Remember how they said, like, you know, like, all side effects were, like, one in a million. Like, you know, like, like super, super, super rare. And I'm like, no, one in a, uh, just for a little context, one in a, one, one percent, one in a hundred is extremely, extraordinarily high. Mm -hmm. that is and that's, a, that's, high. that's just from heart issues. Just from heart issues. I would say the total chance of having a serious adverse effect from this would be three to five percent, depending oh, on wow. age group. Depending on what it is, and and also depending on how long it takes for these side effects to start showing up too. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? The, do you know the really crazy thing is that there's so many efforts now uh, in all the all the mainstream media to try to per, try to like blame something else for what is becoming like you know a a, a common epidemic now, which mm -hmm. is the like they're trying to say like oh climate change is causing oh um 
you know, like uh, marijuana is causing the rise in in heart attacks in young people, and you know, like oh, like it's stress, it's COVID stress, and it's all this COVID stuff. COVID They're they're basically trying to like you know blame it on something something completely unrelated. I, I don't know if you heard this, Stephen. Did you hear that uh, Pfizer have bought a company that one of their main one of their main uh, sources of like what they do is treating heart uh heart damage patients <laughs> and they bought them at twice the price that they were actually valued at yeah in the market mm-hmm. if that doesn't tell you sc- scream sketchy yeah i don't know what does mm-hmm. <laughs> well like, there's hmm. there's so like, much like scream i was like they just... know i was like they know something yeah that the rest of us don't know hmm. well over. the rest of us are can merely speculate on because the data is hidden well, a lot of stuff is is out out there, like the study, but there's a lot of stuff that's still unknown. Yeah, like I, I bet you a year from now we're gonna be say like you know we're gonna be you know like talking about a study that yeah. says like you know yep it's it's causing infertility. Yep, it's harming your DNA. Yep, it's uh. Well, it's, you uh, heard about the Pfizer pills, right? What do they do? The Pfizer pills have now actually like there was a study in I think it was in the UK or Israel. The mm-hmm. Pfizer pills are causing fetal abnormalities. Oh, okay. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was actually Tim Pool covered it. Okay. And he's like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if that's what they passed, what else are they going to pass? Yeah. Because like that's, that. that's... I think the Pfizer one is under, like, an emergency use authorization for the yeah. their pills. Yeah. And it's like, damn, FDA... Just like, how does the approval process work? <laughs> bills, y'all. <laughs> Gotta pay those bills. Like the pay those FDA like, bills. What was it like? They had like a six hundred billion was their profits mm-hmm. in twenty one, and that's without the usual money that they had to invest in research and development and advertising because the government's been doing. The government all that. did it for them government funded all their research and they funded all their uh advertising and they're just making nothing but like profit it's it's insane mm-hmm. people yeah. will tell me this isn't about money i'm like oh please oh please, oh, please. give me a break <laughs> it's like the people that tell you it's not about money have stock in pfizer <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> oh they'll, they'll be working for them soon yeah they'll be working <laughs> for them soon mm-hmm. but another terrible company aside from pfizer is the newly named Meta. And so now we're going to address a story about a woman who was quote-unquote sexually abused in virtual reality. Mm. Lovely. So she was virtually groped in Meta's VR metaverse. Ooh. This is actually a super cool-looking VR screen. Actual VRs look nothing like that. Mm. Unfortunately. I think they're almost taking it from like something like Ready Player One. Yeah, it almost does look like Ready Player One. So mm-hmm. a beta tester has claimed she was virtually groped in the Metaverse VR platform Horizon Worlds from Meta, the company formerly known as Facebook. It revealed the incident on December 1st, saying it occurred on November 26th. The woman had reported the assault on the Horizon Worlds beta testing Facebook group. Why would you report it there? <laughs> Sexual harassment is no joke on the regular internet, but being in VR adds another layer that makes the event more intense. 
She wrote, according to the verge, not only was I groped last night, but there were other people who were supportive of this behavior, which made me feel isolated in the plaza, the virtual environment's central gathering space. Severe encounters of online harassment, including physical threats, stalking, and repeated harassment, are on the rise. Maybe because we're constantly locked inside our house. Or maybe it's because when you take away the real-world consequences of in-person interactions, people act like terrible, terrible people. Yeah. So while much of it takes place in social media, VR is still nascent and already an apparent venue for harassment. Mm. So, yeah, it sucks. I don't think anybody's going to deny that. This mm-hmm. seems like an unfortunate incident. But why do we have VR chat rooms? Like, why do these, like, why are we trying to push? And, like, of course, they're trying to push the metaverse. That like, you will exist and you'll, like, have all these things and you'll interact with other people in the metaverse. Why? It's basically a voluntary matrix. That's pretty much Oh, what yeah, it is. it is a voluntary <laughs> matrix. It's like, yeah. yes, we don't want to live in the real world anymore. Yeah, it's, much. like, too freaking bad. <laughs> Escape it. Like, once in a while, like, yeah, I have a VR headset. Danny's played it. It's fun. Danny really likes this little archery game that I'm actually quite good at. Mm-hmm. And it's a good way to blow off steam. But That's I only steam. play games in it. I don't interact with other people in VR. Yeah. Because that's just more escapism from reality. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know what it reminds me of? That episode of uh, Big Dang Theory where Penny gets really into D&D. I think, or not D&D. Uh, oh, like an online RPG? Well, yeah, like almost like World of Warcraft, yeah, kind of like a kind of game yeah. or something like that. And she just gets so immersed in it, and as she finally realizes one day, she's like, "Oh my god, I gotta get that crap out of here!" You know, she's yeah. just like, as she snapped out of it. But that's what this seems, yeah, like this is aiming towards, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I hate to say it, I'm I, I really hate to say it, but like we both know where this is going to head, what the next frontier of this is going to be. This is going to be the next phase in porn. Like, absolutely. This is absolutely going to be the next phase in porn. That's probably going to be its biggest market. Because mm-hmm. like, the one place men always escape to, and this is like a, an epidemic of you know massive proportions in our society, is porn. And you've now created a, a more immersive experience for men, and that's just going to create even more yeah. like horrible like mm-hmm. addictions and all that. So it's just, it's mm-hmm. people who say this is a good thing, I'm like, this is because this is making normative what should only be uh, something that's partial, right? Well, not even not even partial. Well, I mean, video games are fine, but oh, not yeah. if you get lost in them, that's yeah. your whole world. Mm-hmm. Like an occasional foray. Yeah, exactly. and that's what most like that's what most reasonable people treat video games as is like okay, this is just a de stressor for my regular life, and it's kind of fun. But to live your entire life and to exist in a virtual environment and to say, I don't want to live in my real life anymore because it's just too stressful. It's too much. So I'm going to adopt and I'm going to move entirely into a virtual reality that these people control. Like if we think that the whole electric car thing is a social credit system, the metaverse is just like, oh, we know that from day one, it's going to be a social credit score. Yeah, it's been it's pretty much like the same as like uh that that whole thing featured in uh Free Guy, that uh, yep. Ryan Reynolds movie, mm-hmm. where pretty much people get in there to get like immersed in this world, but then you have that stupid idiot guy on top that's pretty much bending and changing the rules on yep. from from the top. And I mean, 
it just it people who think that this is going to be some some wonderful utopia, I'm like, this never is. Yeah. You have people on top who are like controlling your entire life and they can they can basically have full one hundred percent control of anything you build in there. And they can take it away in in a, in a hand in a in a heartbeat. Yeah. If they Whenever want. I think of Free Guy, I always think of the one Captain America scene because it's just hilarious. What the crap? <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> She's like, yeah. Apparently, Channing Tatum was in that too. I don't know where he was, but yeah, no, he was. He was in the movie. He was the avatar of like this one streamer. Oh, okay, okay. He only showed up for like a couple minutes, but like oh, there was a lot yeah, of weird cameos. Like if you know like. And my wife watch, watches a bunch of popular streamers. But yeah, they were in that movie. But let's not go into discussing that, Free Guy. We would love to, like... Speaking of getting it'd lost... It'd be fun to do a media first. analysis sometime. Just of, like, popular culture to discuss, like, Hawkeye or Captain America or whatever. Right. But mm -hmm. that's not primarily what our show is about. Well, because well, we're here to discuss popular... One okay. last thing I want to answer. Okay, so, like, okay, the whole the whole incident here is talk about, like, a groping incident, Right. But here's the thing. Here's the here's what I'm, I'm genuinely wondering. Unless you have some kind of like a weird thing where you can feel interactions, you know, how like there's like things where you can feel an interact, like a handshake. You can feel, you know, like uh, I don't know something. I'm like, I don't. Th I'm gonna go and guess that, that that's not what they people can't feel. What's actually happening? And so she's comparing something that's more of an intellectual thing that they did. Yeah. It's like, oh, he grabbed my leg in the metaverse rather than mm -hmm. like I felt him grab my leg. Yeah. Right? Like it's a very no, different like, experience. Like they are moving towards that with what they call like and you see this in the movie Ready Player One with haptic suits. These Boy, exist. You feel These yeah. exist. Yeah. And like I've seen like videos of them and they're crazy and they cost mm -hmm. like four grand. I believe it. And even like haptic sensing gloves where it like has your individual finger movements. Those are expensive too. Just like my goodness, this is not an affordable hobby. But <laughs> but if that again. was the case, I'd be like, okay, maybe we're talking. Mm -hmm. about the then same maybe thing. we're talking. Imagine, we're talking imagine, in the same ballpark. Imagine wearing that suit and feeling yep. the the sensation of somebody groping your butt. Yep. Or your or your breast if you're a girl or something like that. Yep. Right. I'm like, yeah, okay. Then I can kind of see like, yeah, maybe it's comparable. Oh, I smack this point, your haptic suit so hard. <laughs> hey, you watch yourself, boy. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. sorry. But but just the the concept of getting like you know grope like you know like oh I theoretically got grope I'm like no somebody pressed the button and yep. that I guess that somebody did this honka honka why did somebody make a grope button who did this <laughs> yeah darn you Steve Jobs or see not that would Jobs, be that would be a question like there are some video games that are meta upon meta. <laughs> and like a button exists and the character just looks at you and he's like, why does this button exist? Do like not press like, the button. It's like a community. She's like, you know, like, there you go. Wham. I like, I guess there's no hug button. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just a punch. Oh, um, like games that are meta upon themselves are hilarious. <laughs> like if you want to play, if you want to look at a meta game, Sunset Overdrive is basically just the meta video game. Mm -hmm. It's just like. I can hear your voice, but we're not talking on a phone. I don't have an earpiece. How can I hear you? <laughs> and he's like, um, the magic of video games? That's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds a little better. Yeah. So, so speaking of meta, let's speaking talk about of, the next story. Yeah, speaking of meta, let's talk about 
how global thinks that we are in a massive infodemic. So this is a story that's an opinion piece from somebody by the name of Ashley Stewart. And this well, is a sure video saying like more must be done to combat COVID-19 disinformation sharing in Canada, this researcher says. Mm -hmm. And so it basically goes through, be like, oh, like a whole bunch of things are conspiracy theories. And they're, oh, they're always false and yada, yada, yada. And yeah. this person joined anti-vaccine and anti-mandate groups. And they're just violent confluences of hatred and disinformation calls for medical experts to be hanged and people comparing vaccination to genocide. Yeah, I, yeah I I've seen what, these things. Yeah, yeah. I think what, what people need to know is that, um, like, as they talked about this in the Justice Center podcast, um, basically this girl, this lady got called out because she was cherry picking the worst mm -hmm. of, of, like, Facebook groups. She literally looked for, like, the most ridiculous, over-the-top, crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, this is what they do. They, they take the fringe, the fringe, like, totally over-the-top crazies, and they try to portray them as the normative. Yeah. To discredit well, it, anybody. It'd be like us side. going to, like, men, to leftist groups. Yep. And be like, oh, these they're filled with people saying the unvaccinated should die. I'm sure people have said it. I'm sure it's more common than us, than people on, like, the anti-mandate or anti-vax groups saying that people who are mandating this should be put in prison. I'm sure it's more common. Or at least that they should be, like, hanged without trial. I know people that think that, like, politicians who mandate this stuff should be, like, put it under the guillotine without a trial. And oh, I'm like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> because I we still have to guys. abide somewhat by the system. Yeah. And it's like, yes, they should be put on trial because it's clear what they did is a violation of basic human rights. And that's something they should be put on trial for and that they should have like a trial or a trial by their peers because we still want to have some adherence to the system, which we are saying that we are, we are exempt from these systems by if we're saying that we're exempt because of the charter of human rights, then when we charge somebody with, a, with these crimes, then we have to use the system. If we just go and say arbitrarily, okay, these people did this and therefore they are going to be summarily punished without a trial, we are no better than they are. Mm -hmm. But this is a bit of a rabbit tail. Or a rabbit a bunny trail. A rabbit trail. <laughs> a rabbit a rabbit tail. A rabbit trail. Rabbit, a rabbit, rabbit season. That's season. Waskily rabbit season. Waskily. Yeah. Uh, the thing the, the thing like the thing you need to know about this is that this is once again exactly what the media has done. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like how many how many terms have people been spoon fed over the last two years that are now that they just say without even thinking? Yeah. Whenever I see people saying these terms, I'm like, you've basically been indoctrinated. Yeah. When you say like you know anti-vaxxer, you were taught that. You didn't think of that like originally. Well, and now they've even changed term. the terms of what anti-vaxxer means. Of course they have. They always change them because they and changed. And like I don't know if many of our listeners know this, but they changed the term anti-vaxxer to be not just somebody who refuses vaccines. But somebody who is anti-vaccine mandates. Yeah. And that's uh, crazy. All, and all of these talking points, believe it or not, they're not just like clever organic little things. They they have focus groups, people who work in PR, mm -hmm. people who work in how to like develop these, and they release these. Because remember, like the whole two weeks to flatten the curve, that wasn't just some politician that came up with that. That was 
parroted all over the world at the exact yep. same time that was given to them in some kind of a press briefing where everyone receives the exact same talking points. And, and so this is why I, this story was interesting because I was like, you know what? Here's the, here's the brand new, new talking point they're going to start coming up with. The infodemic. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this now becomes a, a new buzzword that they start throwing around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, like, and they've been, they've yeah. been trying to push the idea that anyone who disagrees with the narrative is it's just, crazy. well, they're crazy and they're a conspiracy theorist. No, that means that you're crazy. Well, yeah. Because and like, it, if you, it, it implies that you, you don't think mm-hmm. rationally, it implies that you are, dangerous. you're not using facts and logic and that you're just kind of making up your own story to fit your own narrative. When the reality is, is that like, like that one popular meme says, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I may things are coming together and it's basic common sense now theorist. Yeah, because everything which they called us and like we've been called a conspiracy theorist, like podcast and all these things over and over again. But every single one of these claims, aside from Joe Manchin, which we have now rectified. Yay, us. Honestly, my my brother. Yeah. Joe Manchin sticking to his guns. Good on him. Every single thing we have said would happen has happened. Well, not yet. We we still have. Okay. Like. The COVID camps. We haven't gone there yet, but we're well, getting there. We're, we're so we're close there. to COVID camps. We're heading there. We're, and we, we're, 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 we I don't even know when we said that they were coming. No. I think we had basically hypothesized that COVID camps were coming to Canada like August of last year. It was around yeah, it's, there. Well, Mark Gassis based on that little document. that. Uh, yeah, well, and they were up. like, they're probably going to bring them. Oh, they I, th- I think we, we were starting to say that this was going to be a thing. When they started introducing COVID hotels, and the COVID hotels were actually, I think, in March of last year. That was just like a dry run for... Uh, in March of 20... I think they were in March of 2021. Oh, yeah. But yeah, in like, in August or September of 2020, we were like, hmm, mm-hmm. this thing might make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all these things. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you know, like that, all of this, uh, all of this is designed to create tribalism. Okay, like yep. you know how the people always complaining, oh, we're so divided. And we've heard this in the church too. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, we're so divided. Why can't we just unite? And I'm like, no, no, no. What the, but no. The, the thing is, they are creating the division. Mm-hmm. All of the all of our politicians from uh, Jason Kenney and our, our our dear like you know chief medical officer, they they've created the division. They Hinshaw. Yeah, they basically like you know pitted one group against another group. And 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 the this language is intentionally designed to teach people that anyone who doesn't agree with the vaccine uh cult that mm-hmm. they're not even worth talking to mm-hmm. right this is that they're crazy they're lunatics they're in a cult so don't even bother talking to them do you know do you notice that the similarity Stephen? because yeah. we see this in like the uh pro-abortion they don't talk to us do you notice that they never oh, talk yeah. to us. no and like the constant argument for for the pro-aborties is oh you're a man you've never had an abortion or even if they're talking to like, even if they're talking to my mother or my wife, it's like, well, you've never had an abortion, so you can't like relate to the lived experience. Yeah, but those are the few exceptions when they actually make an effort to talk. Most of the time, we just get stonewalled. Yeah, all the time. We just basically mm-hmm. they don't they don't they they even go around telling others, oh, don't talk to them. They're mm-hmm. the, they're the they're those like you know evil like you know like uh like far right you know like yeah. you know extremists or whatever. And it's like it's it's intentionally 
this is this is a, a yep. common thread. You'll see the pro boards do this. The feminists will do this. Uh, anyone in college campuses, that's BLM. They'll do this. Like they, they never talk to the opposition. Yeah. And now this is spreading. It's like a virus. This is spreading into now the, the whole COVID thing. Because yeah. what's the best way to keep people isolated from from like the reality and the truth? Is tell them don't talk to the crazy outliers. Yeah. Because, you know, not not because they're like, you know, they're they're stupid or wrong, but because that's a little dangerous because then they can learn the truth. Indeed. Yeah. Because you can't have the layman learning the <laughs> truth yeah and speaking of someone that could really 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 use a little bit of truth but Oof. i don't think it's ever gonna ever it's gonna never gonna no trudeau. no it's never gonna come never gonna but break. trudeau yeah trudeau caused then canadians to quote starve omicron by following public health guidance over the winter if the guy had any brains he'd be like we're gonna starve omicron by making sure that we go through its list of hosts by being sure everybody catches Omicron. Fool me 50 times, shame on me. Yeah. He admits the public's <laughs> willingness to follow public health measures may be, wait may be waning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so? This is from four days oh, ago. Yeah. Support yeah. for lockdowns dwindles. Yep. That's... What did they say in this poll? Uh, fifty Only 55% show support. And it's yeah, been dropping. In the past two months, in the past three months, it's dropped by 7%. And it's like, okay, well, it's dropped to 55%. Maybe let's do something like resist people. Stop just saying, oh, I don't like them. Just resist and say no. He's Trudeau quotes, Omicron doesn't care if we're tired of restrictions. He said in a year in interview airing on Rosemary Barton Live. It's going Omicron to keep doing what it does anyway. It has its own personality and it's like, you know, it thinks and like has a sentient, you know, who, who, who figured it? Eh? Trudeau has given sentience to a virus. Yeah. Which is crazy. No, like <laughs> this idiot is saying if we oh, yeah, act early idiot. and carefully to hold back to starve Omicron over the next two weeks, don't feed it, give it opportunities to spread more than it has to. We'll have a much better winter and a way better spring. He's deliberately oh. telling people not to do anything for Christmas and New Year's because uh -huh. he wants, because this jackass uh -huh. wants people isolated and he doesn't yeah. care about your mental health. Oh no, he couldn't he could care less. No, because it's all about him and his elites and the the starving plebeians. Mm -hmm. Like, he will still go to holiday parties, he'll do whatever he wants, mm -hmm. but he wants to tell you and he wants to impose regulations upon you mm -hmm. because... You are those, you are the ones he wants to control. Uh, you know how there's that phrase that the common saying that says like, you know, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Um, I actually think that this is actually like the case of Trudeau. Like if you watch him, like in early 2015, when he first won the, uh, uh, you know, like the, the, the majority government with his premiership and all that, you can tell, you can see a progression from then to now and he is like right now you see him in public appearances you see him uh in parliament you can tell he has a like a, a he can't even hide his contempt and hatred mm -hmm. for anyone he doesn't like anyone he doesn't agree with yeah he has this like it's like it's like a permanent like smug arrogant douche face 
Like he yep. can't he can't help it anymore. No. Like as soon as he he responds to a question and even a legitimate question in Parliament, uh, I think what was it? Uh, Candace Bergen asked him a very simple question. Like, do you even know that the actual price of bread? Or like, you know, like basic things that people eat like in every day. And he had the most like completely out of touch answer. And he's like, you know, like, well, we're giving people like ten dollars a day for day for uh for childcare. It's like, oh, so you're just reading from your little like, you know, like little little list of like talking points and you're not even like considering the question. Mm -hmm. And he sits down with this like mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Gonna sign some more autographs from my Ledoring fan. Yeah. Like he has this like this arrogance well, about him. Didn't he have like a picture of himself, uh, of a picture which he was he signing. <laughs> oh, like it was, he got he his picture autographs? taken while signing autographs of a picture of himself. <laughs> That's very like, meta. That's super meta right there. What? <laughs> oh, this guy was, is the biggest, like he, he is oh. an absolutely, uh, what do you call it? That, um, uh, Oh, the thing that I always tell St Stephanie, um, uh, narcissistic personality disorder. Mm. Where I just say narcissistic world... sociopath, but yes. Yeah, like same thing. I mean, the, the, the idea is that somebody who, the, everything's around about them, they can't, they, they get absolutely furious when anybody questions opposes their, them. opposes them. And this guy is the perfect example of that. And uh, like, you know, like let's face it, like over the last couple of, years he has shown his true colors like he hates women he hates anybody he hates christians like that oh, that's, yeah. that's an automatic given uh but yeah so here's the thing this is a perfect example of the boy who cried wolf yeah ad nauseum like on oh, repeat over and over over and over like anybody takes him seriously at this point and i mean i i don't like to like just assume that everyone's stupid but i mean at this point I mean, come on. you got to have a little bit of self -regard Well, it's, it's to... like those who are yeah. still trusting that the lockdowns work. Yeah. Like, even this, this kind of next following follow-up story on to the Trudeau one from Branstone. Great body of evidence, comparative research studies, and high-quality pieces of evidence and reporting judged to be relevant to this analysis shows that COVID-19 lockdowns, shelter-in-place policies, mass school closures, and mask mandates have failed. That's more than 400 studies. Yeah. In their purpose of curbing transmission and reducing death, these restrictive policies were ineffective and devastating failures causing immense harm, especially to the poor and vulnerable within societies. All governments, or nearly all governments, have attempted compulsory measures to control the virus, but no government can claim success. The research indicates that all these things have had no discernible impact on virus trajectories. Mm -hmm. And of course, we saw this coming long time ago. Called it right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. And mm -hmm. we even in our special, our lockdown special that we did, like data comes out over and over and over again that none of these policies work. None of them were about public health. All of them were about instituting power and control and exerting their dominance over those they deem lesser. And I know that's a big statement, but it's true. It's just based on based on fact. Really. It's based on fact now. At the beginning, yes, that would have been labeled conspiracy, but you would have been so far ahead of the time if you had said, none of this is based on science. None of this is based on fact. None of this is going to work. It's all these establishment government elites 
trying to push power and control over a population who they can brainwash with the media. Mm-hmm. And, like, we exist. The shrewd dudes and what was formerly the half-blind hecklers, we exist to counter that. Mm-hmm. That's that was the entire reason. The because we wanted to say, this is what the data is. The media mm-hmm. won't comment on it. The media will try and silence it. But this is what the facts are. Mm-hmm. And the facts don't care about your flipping feelings. <laughs> Feelings, schmeelings. Feelings, schmeelings. Exactly. Yeah. The JCCF also released um, their own report, basically doing the same thing. Like, you know, talking about how lockdowns are completely useless, how they don't work, and how they are a failed, um, they are a failed experiment. Um, the thing is that um, every government has been irresponsible. They, every government should have done a risk-benefit analysis. Yep on lockdowns whether or not these are because i mean these are not benign things nope. they're not like they, they, they're not like they don't have a cost they do have a human cost yep. and the human cost has been quite dramatic it's been and in some places it's been, been brutal um but the thing is like the governments have acted irresponsibly in blindly accepting these things and uh i remember like the the manitoba case where they they, they presented all the evidence and the chief uh, the Manito- just said yeah the chief yeah. justice was an absolute idiot in that case, I mean, I hate to say it. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm I, I'm I'm smarter like legally than he is, but I mean, like it's just like a common sense thing. Like when you you think like you know like okay, just look at the evidence. You're a judge. You're supposed to base your decision on evidence. But the big thing that they said is that like they they can't even prove that these lockdowns are actually helping, and that the lockdowns are actually the odd thing. Remember when the declaration, the Bar- Great Barrington Declaration, came out? Yeah. They portray that as the oh, that's a weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's strange. I mean, what they said in the court case is like, actually, no. This is nope. what is normative. This is the normal way to respond to pandemics in 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 like most mm-hmm. of modern history. Yeah, what and they're like, and it was actually talked about. I think normal. it was actually talked about yesterday. I forget exactly where I was listening to it, but the Great Barrington Declaration. One of the reasons that it was called out as like this big conspiracy and this big hoax is because these main like these mainstream establishment public health and safety figures like dr anthony fauci and others publicly went out and said anyone who is like signing anyone who's participating anybody who wrote or was a part of the formation of the great barrington declaration they are merely fringe epidemiologists and they are going counterculturally and they are completely adverse to facts it was like that's a lie and they knew it was a lie but unfortunately people like dr anthony fauci and many others don't care yeah they have alternative motives oh I yes mean, at, this point, at this point in the pandemic uh people in positions like that where their primary job is to know about this stuff uh either they don't know uh either they don't know or they should know Mm-hmm. But they don't have an excuse anymore. They don't have the excuse no. of ignorance. They either they're doing it. They know that they know the truth, but they're going doing it anyways, despite the science. Or they're just fully ignorant of the stuff, and then they're just that. That just proves that they're incapable of doing their job. They're incompetent. Yep. Neither one is a good a good option at this oh, point. They're all bad. They don't have the excuse. Yeah. No, they certainly do not have the excuse, and. As I've said many, many times before, and might people, some people might find it abrasive, 
if you are still of the opinion that lockdowns the way that we end this pandemic, if you're mm -hmm. still brainwashed by that, you are unequivocally a dumbass. Canceled. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not Matt Walsh. We can't cancel them. We don't have that authority. We're not theocratic we're fascists not, yet. We're not, we're not part of the the sweet baby gang. You know, we got to work our way up there. Daily cancellations um, are the law and order of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the other song better. The, oh, the, okay. the more upbeat, fun one. I, I like that one better. Um, but here's the thing. Okay, so uh, two things. Two things I will recommend to people uh, if you haven't done it yet. First of all, if you haven't if you haven't had a chance, uh, go to the Joe Rogan podcast and look at the interview with uh, that he had with Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, he is one of the foremost experts right now in COVID-19. And that 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 interview was just mind-blowing, the amount of stuff that they revealed. Uh, I would recommend anybody watch it. I think that was got like, I think it was like 200 million views now, which is insane. Like, it's a, it's yeah. a massive interview, and for good reason. Uh, secondly, uh, Dr. McCullough recommended a couple of things that people should be looking into. One is, uh, there's a book by, um, uh, what's the... the, the uh, Kennedy, Robert Kennedy Jr., I think. Oh, yeah. It was, it's a book called The Real Anthony Fauci. Apparently, he goes into some of the, the really sketchy things that, that happen uh, that people need to need to be aware of. There's a lot of very sketchy things mm -hmm. that have been happening behind yep. the scenes that show that this is all planned. And another book is called uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators. Um, and that book uh, outlines the actual, the whole pandemic and the 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 actions of governments around the world and how you should really be concerned about what they're doing yeah uh so these are things i would recommend definitely look into these uh again we like to inform we like to like help you to think critically think skeptically yeah shrewdly all that stuff Ooh, for sure so. definitely want you to think more shrewdly mm -hmm. so with that being said that's going to be the end of today's show thank you for watching thank you for listening if you are following us on BitChute, YouTube, Rumble, or maybe even perchance YouTube and you're checking us out on other platforms, then do not forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. As always, you can check us out on our website at theshrewdudes.com and you can find all the resources and the links that we've used in our various specials and in all the articles that we've used in any of these stories. And yep. by now, I think we probably, between all our episodes that we've done, we probably have like 2000 links. Oh, so many. It's, it's, it's just egregious. It's a lot, yeah, but it it's a lot. that's the effort that we put into the show to make sure that we present the news to you in a factual and truthful and give good social conservative Christian commentary. That's let's face it really honest, but what's going on here, <laughs> but uh, so a as, couple of things that, Oh yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, I'll kind so of talk about next week. So um, I'm going to be uh, uh, going to going away for uh, next week for um, New Year's, uh, but I'm going to be like uh, one of my goals is I'm going to be updating the three remaining pages on the Shrewd resources if I can. Uh, I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be updating the lockdowns. Oh, sorry, not the um, the, uh, the 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 early treatment page, yep. and I'm going to be uh, updating the PCR testing page, and then finally the government one. Uh, so then we'll have everything all updated. Um, so I will uh, I will let you guys know when that happens. But Stephen, what are we doing uh, this next uh, little while? Well, next week, we haven't picked a day yet, but it will be sometime between Monday and Friday next week. We yep. will be doing 
And it's, we're not going to have a regular show. There's not going to be a Tuesday show. There's not going to be a Thursday show. And there's not going to be a Thursday show this coming week. Because mm-hmm. we don't want to be having a show this clo- that close to Christmas Eve. We're on vacation, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of on vacation until just after New Year's. And then we'll start up again and we'll get the show up and running for when we... Cl- I think by the time that we get back, like the first couple i think the next the first week is like after new year's episode yeah. 150 we're getting close to that yeah. that's pretty awesome getting but close. next week we are going to be doing kind of a a competition uh for douche of the year yeah that's right <laughs> uh, my candidate for douche of the year is dr anthony fauci mm-hmm. and i don't know who danny's candidate is yet oh, I'm not gonna tell you yet it's oh danny wants to keep it a secret i, I, I I know who it is, but oh, I, I know I, you do. I know you do, and so yeah. we'll be having resources and and sources that we'll link, and we'll kind of go back and forth, and be like, "But this guy did that," and be like, "But this guy did that," and that means he's a douche. Uh, are we also gonna do like um like a like our hero of the year or something like that? That would Ooh, be kind of fun. That would something be like, kind of fun. Who is the who is the the standout? Like, okay, you know, yeah, we can we can have the we'll have like we'll have the hero of the year. Mm-hmm. We'll each can pick a hero of the year. So mm-hmm. we'll keep you informed as to when that's coming and what dates next week and when that will be live streamed. And we'll of course be having live chat and we'll try and answer your questions. So we'll kind of just leave it open and that will be on. We'll put that on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook on my personal Facebook page. Cause I still can't live stream to our Facebook page unless I pay 30 bucks a month. <laughs> Not doing that yet. Mm-hmm. So that's all coming. So things to look forward to for next year, and I still yeah. have to. I still have to try and find my video where I posted late last year my predictions for what was upcoming in 2021. Oh, let's see if you uh, were correct. Although I think I think YouTube deleted it because I think oh. I uploaded it mainly. To, I streamed it to YouTube and YouTube only. Mm-hmm. And YouTube got rid of it. And YouTube refuses YouTube. to give me my stuff back. No, it's YouTube because jerks. it's YouTube. So no, we should no, we should do along with that special. We should also do like a maybe a quick little uh, rundown of like year a year in review. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Go through the highlights and lowlights. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, lots of things that we could do. Lots of things in store. If you want us to do any one of those things, then leave us a comment and tell us what we're going on. Amen. And what's going on in your life. Woo! But before we leave, if we can deposit one thing into your brain vault. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, thought it'd be funny. I'd be like, I know it's I know it's it was quirky. It was quirky. But of it course, too good. it hurts too good. Why be rude when you can be shrewd? Have a great night, everybody. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas. And we will see you one more time before the new year. So, as always, signing off and God God bless. bless.